Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Mic check, check one, check two. Are we here? All right, we're here right now. What's up, y'all? This is Right Now-ish, and I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. This week, we're stepping into Lightning's Boxing Club on Seminary Avenue in East Oakland, where the walls are decorated in old photos and classic boxing posters. There's free weights and punching bags, championship belts, and a big old ring in the middle of the gym where a couple of fighters are going through their repetitions as I walk in. You come in, you warm up, you jump rope. That's Dynamite Daisy Bamberger who's been training at this facility for most of her life, under the tutelage of someone she's known all of her life. My dad, my coach, he emphasizes like a lot of shadow boxing. So it's basically like you're in the ring by yourself or you're in the mirror and you're just fight like fighting yourself. Daisy is a 10-time national champion, including five national junior Olympic championships. She's the winner of a few best boxer awards. And most impressively, she's only 19. Pull up a ringside seat and grab a scorecard to take notes. We've got a heavyweight combo for you. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Dynamite Daisy. Where does dynamite come from? I'd say because, well, my dad gave me that name, but I think it's because, like, I'm an explosive fighter, I guess you can say. Dynamite's like an explosion, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring us back to the start. How'd you get into this game? 
Uh, my dad introduced me to boxing. He was an amateur boxer himself, and he'd take me to the gym with him. While he trained in the gym was like my babysitter. But as I got older, I was being bullied at school. I was overweight. I was told by the doctors that I was pre-diabetic. So my dad took me and my brother back to the boxing gym. And for me, it was like just a way to um, gain confidence and like be healthy. Can you bring me back to the bullying? Like what did it look like and how did you respond to it? I was a little overweight, like I said. So, you know, they, there'd be like kids that kind of pick on me about my size, come home, you know, like crying to my parents. And they try to tell me things to pick me up and lift me up. But the biggest thing they did for me was introduce me to boxing, take me to the gym. What was it like the first time in the gym that you remember? I remember being there and I remember seeing everyone hit the bags. And I always wanted to hit the bag, but they never let me because I was too little. So I just remember always wanting to really hit the bag. I was maybe six or seven when I finally got to hit the bag and it was just a feeling like, dang, like I was finally able to do it. Six or seven years old, hitting the bag for the first time. Six or seven, you're in like first grade? Yeah. Did you go back to school, like bragging about no, that, it? No, that's the thing, like at school, I like never really told anybody. I kind of like kept it to myself. It wasn't until like middle school, really, like I started telling people, yeah, like I boxed because that's when I started going to like national tournaments. So I'd have to tell the teachers because I'd be gone for like a few weeks out of the school year. So that's kind of how people found out. Beyond the uh, the bullying, you also have boxing in your, your, your bloodline. Mm -hmm. What's it like to train under your father? Uh, it's amazing. It's definitely like made us closer. We've both kind of learned from like his mistakes and learned from the things he's done right when he was a fighter. What I've learned from him is um, when you do something, you got to do it all the way. You got to put like everything into it. So when you're in a match, you're in the ring and adrenaline pumping, what's going through your head? A lot of people think that when you fight, you're mad, but I'm not really mad. I'm like more relaxed. I'm calm. I try to, you know, see see the punches. I try to see openings. And then I listen to my corner. It's crazy because there's like big crowds, but I can always hear, hear my corner, hear my dad in the corner. The biggest thing is just to, to let my hands go, to throw punches. So yeah, that's kind of what I think about. So is it like a peace, like a calm kind of thing? Mm, definitely it is because you have to be like focused you got to be um, like locked in because there's like so much going on there's like three other rings there's bells stuff like that so yeah you definitely have to be focused you mentioned some of the sacrifices that you had to make academically what are some of the other things that you've sacrificed in order to get to this point in life oh man i've had to like sacrifice a lot i miss like family parties i'm hanging out with friends you know most of the time i'm in the gym and i see i look on like instagram or whatever it may be and i see you know my friends are out but it's something that i'm used to and it's something that like i'm proud to make those sacrifices because they've gotten me to where i am what's the feeling like when you uh, achieve something you're like haha i sacrificed for this all like what is that feeling like it's amazing. It's like something I've never really felt before. It's like, oh, like, oh man, like I, like I did it. When after the fight and then you hear like they call your name and they raise your hand, it's like that's when you feel like all the emotions and you feel like you're just thinking in your head like all the hard work and all the sacrifices paid off. What's your aspiration as a boxer? I want to be an Olympic gold medalist. That's my biggest aspiration. And it's not just like a dream you're talking about. You're aiming for 2024 yeah. Paris right now, right? Yeah. What does it mean to train for that constantly, knowing that that goal is tangible? I mean, as it gets closer, it's like finally starting to hit me. It's like I'm not too far from it. And I know that with all the training and everything that I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to like I'm going to make it happen. <laughs>
when you talk about wanting to represent America in the Olympics, what America are you representing? The America I represent, like I, where I come from, it's in the Bay Area, it's diverse. There's people who've come here to say they come for a better life or come here to give their kids a better life. So I want to represent like diverse America. As a, a woman boxer, do you feel that you're stepping into the ring with an extra chip on your shoulder or does that even weigh into your thinking? Yeah, that's something that's a big deal in boxing. Boxing is obviously like a male-dominated sport, but I want to be there and I'm competing to show like the women are here, like, like what's up? Like, we're here too, we're just as good. So what are the steps to qualifying for the Olympics? You basically have to win the Olympic trials. Once you win the Olympic trials, you're part of Team USA, but that doesn't guarantee that you'll go to the Olympic. You win the Olympic trials, you're there, but there's also the person who you beat in the finals. So you guys go to a training camp and they kind of assess, you know, oh, who's doing this um, right in training camp or basically who they think the better boxer is. So they take that boxer and then you compete internationally and there's international qualifiers to get to that you have to win or place a cer certain spot in like throughout the tournament. And then that's when you can say like, I'm an Olympian. And the first step in this process is starting this December. How are you feeling about it? I'm excited. I mean, it's like everything that I've worked for, it's almost here. So I'm definitely excited and ready, ready to go. With Gideon, into boxing partially because of the bullying situation. I'm wondering like how do the people who bullied you look at you now? It's crazy because I went like all the way up to high school with them and I mean I've like let it go it was like whatever you know there are people that I've known since elementary school so I've known them for a long time but they kind of look at me now and they're like they congratulate me on my accomplishments so that's pretty cool. Yeah mental health wise does it, it help like to relieve stress? Definitely it definitely does it's like for some people, you know, they have like a rough day and then they kind of bring it into the gym. But it helps me like even if I have a rough day, I'm able to like, you know, come to the gym and it's like a stress reliever and it helps get my mind off stuff. I don't uh, meditate, but I try to manifest, look at, look at myself in the mirror and tell myself stuff or I'll write stuff down. My home screen on my phone is like an Olympic gold medal. So, you know, I look at that every day. Quick note. On the wall outside of the gym where Daisy trains, there's a mural that features a few well-known boxers. One of them is the East Bay's own Andre Ward, the Olympic gold medal winner who won multiple titles throughout his career and was named Sports Illustrated's Boxer of the Decade in 2020, has recently been inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame. He's also a graduate of Hayward High School, the same school Daisy graduated from. How does it feel to carry on this legacy of boxers out of this region? Oh, it's a, it's amazing, and it's I, I just feel honored to do it, especially because Andre's like such a big inf influence to me. He's definitely showed that like it's possible to to make it, especially from where we come from, the East Bay. So growing up in Hayward, I know that there's a lot of both industrial and there's a whole bunch of nature. Do you incorporate your surroundings into your training method? The last summer when there was like no gyms, nothing open, we go to the park and we train. When I do ha run throughout the week, um, I actually run up the in Hayward, there's California State East Bay. If you live in Hayward, you know that that big hill. That's that's my uh, my running route. Yeah, I definitely do get out, and you know, like Hayward's wilderness part of my training routine. Dynamite Daisy Bam Burger, we're cheering for you. Good luck on the push toward Olympic gold. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak with us, and thanks to your father and cornerman Mario Bamberger, who coordinated this interview. 
Also, tip of the ball cap to a boxing journalist, widely known as Lukey Boxing. I wouldn't have known about Daisy's story if it weren't for him. Besides boxing, Daisy tells me she's currently a college student working toward a BA in kinesiology, and that one day she aspires to be a firefighter. I want to be like make a difference in like my community, and I want to help people as well. So I think being a firefighter is like a great way to do that. In the ring, in the classroom, out in nature, Daisy is a real freaking fighter. I love it. You can follow her career by checking out her Instagram at Daisy Bam Burger. That's D-A-I-S-Y-B-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R. -E -E the producers behind this episode are Marisol Medina Cadena and Gary Baca. Jessica Plachik and Kiana Mogadam are the editors. Our engineers, Seal Muller. Ashley Ng and Sarah Pineda are our engagement team. KQED execs are Erica Aguilar, David Marcus, and Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw, echoing Dynamite Daisy sentiment. No matter what line of work you're in, let your hands fly. Right Now-ish is a KQED production. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.